I am vengeance. I am the night. I am also a podcast. I am a podcast. 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 Oh! It's a show. It's a show. Audio only, though. What is it about? If you have time, I can tell you that it is a podcast about Batman and a Batman podcast. Uh, what did you want me to say in this part? It's a show! Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> I am a Welcome to Batman the Animated Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Michael, and you're listening to an audio variety show for your ears based on the legendary 1990s cartoon, Batman the Animated Series. Today's sponsor, elaborate shrines to people you stalk. Sure, you're creepy, but are you creative? Why not show it off with some decadent Dracula candles and photos that you've stolen from magazines? Also sponsored by Backpack Draft a new action comedy that I wrote and directed that's available to watch for free right now on the internets, wherever you want to find it. Please check it out at backpackdraft.com, B-A-C-K-P-A-C-K-D-R-A-F-T.com, and, uh, you know, share it around if you like it. Speaking of fire, it's no coincidence that we're talking about... Today's episode, Torque Song. After Gotham pop star Cassidy breaks it off with her stalkery pyrotechnics expert and ex-boyfriend and or just a hookup Garfield Linz, he dons a metal flying suit and some cool flame weapons to get revenge and wreak havoc on Gotham as the Firefly. It's up to Batgirl and a fancy fireproof Batman to put an end to his reign of fire. Original air date, June 13th, 1998. Written by Rich Vogel, directed by Kurt Gita, music by Shirley Walker, with animation by Coco slash Dong Yang. Starring Kevin Conroy as Batman, Tara Strong as Batgirl, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. as Alfred, Mark Rolston as Garfield Lenz, a.k.a. The Firefly, Carla DeVito as Cassidy, Robert Costanzo as Detective Harvey Bullock with the best scene in the entire episode, David Paymer as Frank, Tom Wilson, a.k.a. Biff Tannen as Howlin' Jake, Jane Weedlin as Shannon, and John Mariano as Vincenzo. Today's guest, Zach Oyama. Zach is a writer, actor, and might I add, friend. He's written for Adam Ruins Everything and College Humor, appears on the D&D show on Dropout, Fantasy High, and is a member of L.A. improv teams Yeti and Three Princes. Also, he stars in my short film Backpack Draft. How about that, huh? Coincidence he's here to talk about a fire-based episode? I think definitely not. So, let's get to it. Sitting across from Zach Oyama. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thanks for doing this. Of course. Um, I guess I just want to dive in first and foremost. Like, what's your cartoon watching background as a kid? Did you watch the Batman cartoon growing up? If so, when, what, all of it? Okay. Um, my cartoon watching background is that I definitely watched a, a lot of cartoons. It was like primarily what I watched when I was a kid. I love cartoons. I uh, did a lot of Saturday morning cartoons. It's a good time um, to watch them. Of course, just spent like, you know, 7.30 a.m. till noon or whenever the cartoon stopped. Does it happen anymore, you think? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Like, I feel like 
cartoons are it feels like when you talk to like an old person about how there are four channels right and now there's like a million channels it seems like the same thing for cartoons right like, there was a dedicated yeah. block just for <laughs> cartoons you couldn't watch them whenever you wanted exactly i mean like i uh i would watch definitely watch batman the animated series but like i would say that i was more of like an x-men kid if mm-hmm. that makes sense and so like there were like the box of animated shows always felt like a little scattered, but like would end up watching Batman somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're already yeah. sitting in front of a screen, so like it just kind of continues to wash. What over am I going to do? Move? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I definitely watched the show. I would, I wouldn't say it's the thing that I like primarily sought out, but like, uh, like when I'm trying to think of like my experience watching the show, it's like, I'm sure. I've watched countless hours of it, but I can also not name specific things that happened in it. You know, like it feels like a little bit like a dream that I watched it. What is your most, like what, what memories, even if they're hazy, do mm-hmm. you have of the show? Okay. Um, but well, speaking of dreams, it's the episode where Batman couldn't read a book and that's how he knew he was in a dream. Yep. Perchance to dream. Yes. That's, that's one of the, um, my most vivid memories of the show. Did that stick with you as a kid? Like I thought that, I mean, it obviously stuck with you, but I thought that that was a real thing. Is it not a real thing? It's not a real thing. I really have like held that to be true. It was just a cool, <laughs> it feels like an improv justification that right. like, the audience would buy immediately. Oh my God. I've like, I've said that as a fact just since I've seen that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I've told so many people or just, you know, it just implicitly bought it as fact. Man. That is so crazy that, I mean, like, I guess you can just lie if you want. Yeah. They were like, well, this sounds about right. And not everything else in the show makes sense. Right. I mean, well, I, uh, that, that really stuck with me. Um, like I just like more images than actual episodes. Like, uh, the episode where the kids, I think, what is it? Batman gets knocked out in their house and it's just like three kids. Like I've got Batman in my basement. Yeah. That sounds, and it's like, who is it? The penguins there. Yeah. Uh, and just like I played, I remember a friend, my friend Chris Anderson, uh, I think we rented from Blockbuster, or maybe it was a Hollywood video. We rented the the video game based off of Batman, where it's like a Super Nintendo game. The Super Nintendo one was great. It was so hard. Very hard. It was the kind of thing where we rented a game and we couldn't beat, like, maybe maybe we got to the second level by the time we had to return it, but like... It was like we were fighting the Joker on a roller coaster. Uh-huh. It's impossible. I yeah. just remember that very well. I don't think I even played it as a kid. I, I yeah. Did you ever have Nintendo Power Magazine? Yeah. So I, I think it was the big feature when it came out. Okay. And so they would have those spreadsheets of just the levels, like a macroscopic view of just right. like... Right, like a panorama. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, which I thought was really cool as a kid. Of course. Um, so I, I looked at... I remember seeing all the bosses, seeing... Mm-hmm. And it was like a really artistically well-done game. But then I finally tried it maybe like in college. I was like, this is fucking hard. <laughs> this looks yeah. great, but this is hard. I mean, it looked... I feel like... Uh, I'd like to play it now... And see, like, with, like, a guide. What if if I could get a little further? Or, you know, a game genie or whatever. Yes, I think with an emulator yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, some sort of, like, save state, you're right. set. Good. I got to try it. The Sega one was different and even harder. Really? <laughs> it was more of, like, an arcade game. And it's just Batman and Robin, like, throwing, like, nunchucks. Okay. <laughs> constantly. I wonder if I... I mean, I've played so many 
I feel like Batman games in general over the years. Like I still remember the you know the one based off of the the first Batman movie, the Tim Burton movie, and that was like for the NES, I think, and that being impossible as well. Yeah, but, I feel like that one was like a pivotal NES game too. Right. So I've read at some point or many times over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I forget. I think those that's those are basically the the memories that strike me from Batman, and then like just things that may or may not be from this series, like that maybe were from the other series. Like I remember, like I remember specifically, like a thing with Clayface and Robin fighting or something like that. And like this is again feels like I'm describing a dream. No, I mean <laughs> it happened at some yeah, point. Yeah. Clayface and Robin did fight. Okay, good. That makes sense. I yeah. Mean, of course they did. <laughs> was it an episode where there was a little girl who yeah. turned out to be a piece of Clayface? Yes. That is definitely it's true. A re- that's a really good, sad episode. I, rem- like, I think that's why it stuck with me. It was like, wow, I can't believe that girl got sucked up and back. She's dead, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. She just got yeah. absorbed and she never was and she sacrifices herself. Clayface oh. is kind of like a deadbeat dad, but also yeah. it's like, but that's a piece of him. Oh. And I remember there were these like... Dark kira style like biker gangs in that yeah. episode it was very it's very akira if it's like a big blob and then yeah. that yeah just absorbing things yeah well mm-hmm. we're here to talk about torch song yes. which is a later episode 1998 yes well i guess it's around the same time as that Clayface episode you were okay. just talking about it did feel later because there's batgirls in it right like uh-huh. that that she wasn't always in it no she's course. like a part of the team yeah yeah the later episodes have batgirl little robin <laughs> tiny Nightwing. robin yeah tiny robin <laughs> they call him tiny robin tr yeah. for short he's really he's like an inch tall yeah right? and uh he got stepped on and it was horrifying <laughs> this and again a very dark show very dark show uh they had close-up of batman's boot batman stepped on him yeah <laughs> it was horrifying it's a, a, a new origin story for him his second God. origin. <laughs> yeah, it was weird that they had two origins. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I feel like I forgot how dark and like you know it's been so long since I've seen the show that like it does have like such a great feel to it, especially compared to so many. I'm sure you've talked about this a million times on the show, but like, that's also kind of yeah. why people listen is because they're like, right. yes, we like yeah. talking about this. Right, we like right, hearing right. these things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it is such a like like unique feel for a kids show, especially. Yeah, I thought this episode in particular, I hadn't seen it in a while. It was one that I saw maybe like twice, and I kind of just skipped over later. It wasn't one of those memorable favorite episodes. Right. But uh, looking at the art of it, it mm-hmm. looked really cool. Like, yeah. you watch any Batman episode, even you know a bad one, and... The color, all the fire stuff was really cool across yeah. the board. Anytime there were like, you know, all reds and oranges and yellows and stuff. Right. I feel like it's easy to like have bad looking fire in an animated show. And like, it, they really like, I mean, there's so much of it in this episode and it looked awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, it, I feel like it's the hardest thing to do, like fire and explosions and a lot of them were yeah. like original shots. And we were just before like cartoons putting like CG fire and things yeah. and thinking it looked really good. <laughs> and now it looks horrible like what what uh like johnny quest or what yeah, yeah. there's uh, some tough shows there's a, a pretty awkward phase for a little bit there yeah because it's just that like early cg and the confidence it was put out with which it was put out reboot <laughs> all of reboot 
What a I haven't bummer. seen that in a long time. I w- I'm sure it's like just immediately tough. Yeah, I'd be curious to rewatch it because also yeah. it's all about being inside of a computer. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I wonder what the language is for that. This, this is like specifics, I'm sure. Down to the great. super hard drive. <laughs> okay, yeah, the hard drive. Pass me a floppy gun. <laughs> uh, they... I definitely watched all of that show too. I I was um I just thought of this, but like when I a college humor thing that uh I don't know if you know of is this show called Um Actually where they like you it's like kind of like nerdy trivia and they like correct you on things and a question that I got wrong on the most recent episode I was on or one of the most recent ones was like about how on this show on Batman the Animated Series they they draw on black paper is that right? Yes. Uh, originally, the backgrounds were painted on black to make yeah. it darker. And then and then it was too dark, <laughs> so okay. then they reverted back. But I think okay. for a, a while, it's kind of like what set the tone yeah. for the show. Eric Radomski, who like co-created the show, mm-hmm. uh, had this idea of like, what if we put it on black so everything was kind of dark? Yeah. I mean, what a cool feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, I, this episode didn't... It felt familiar-ish. Like, I... I feel like I recognize the bad guy in it and stuff, but like I, I couldn't, I think I said, you know, when I, when I came in, I, before we were on mic, like it felt like I've maybe seen this twice or a million times, you know, somewhere in the, in the middle of, it the, was another yeah. dream in the series yeah, like, of dreams huh. that was watching Batman. The <laughs> exactly. Series. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a shrug worthy episode to me overall. Yeah. It's not like this deep sympathetic villain. It's, right. Uh, it's got some cool fire sabers right. and stuff, but overall, uh, yeah, it's kind of forgettable. <laughs> right. I mean, like, is that, who's the bad guy again? What's his name? The Firefly. The Firefly. And is that like in uh, any other Batman stuff or did they create him for this? Yeah, they actually, okay. he was an original, he was a villain, like, I think it was like a Dick Sprang era villain. Okay. Uh, and he was like a, maybe like a special effects guy, I think. Okay. Um, but then they rebooted him in the eighties, I believe. And it was closer to this origin. Like mm-hmm. he was a creep, but it was an even sadder backstory because it's the comics and it was the eighties and it was yeah. really, you know, everything was a bummer had to be dark and gritty. I mean, he um, was a bummer in this episode. He was a real bummer in this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Really controlling, awful man who yep. is like, I think he's the bad guy, but maybe it's a misdirect. And then it was like, oh, he's immediately the bad guy. No, it's clear. They get yeah. to it real fast. <laughs> well, let's dive into it. Let's go yeah. kind of like beginning to end from whatever you remember. Okay. Uh, so Bruce Wayne gets to this show with a, a girlfriend. Yeah, he's uh, on a date with somebody. Yeah, and she has he has to go see this, according to her. He sees uh, Cassidy. Cassidy. Yes. Oh, oh, you were gonna say he runs into runs into Barbara, uh-huh. right? And uh, and that's Batgirl. A little whimsical, like yeah. out of suit. Like I didn't know you'd be into this. Right. Uh, and then they 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 get into the show, and when you see like backstage, Cassidy struggling with this man who's terrible immediately. Yeah. Like they. It's like grabbing her arm from the yeah. Start. Yeah. And what does he say? I wrote down. I remember when you wore that for me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. which these are all like real stalkery, creepy dude things to yeah. say. So I was pretty surprised that the show was this explicit across the board. Of course. Uh, it's funny to imagine that like she thought that she's she's was hoping he could be a professional and that they could have a working relationship. And I was like, if he's immediately this bad, I wonder why you ever thought. <laughs> 
thought that. Like, it's just immediately like, no, you shouldn't work with this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a hunched over monster who yeah. lurks and like kind of whispers from the shadows yeah. when we meet I him. just don't see how they ever worked. <laughs> no. You know what? I just have a thing for pyrotechnics guys. Oh, okay. That's um, very specific. I guess you just love fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw too... my song, which was like a birthday cake with three layers of fire. Right. <laughs> just too much fire built into your uh, cake. Yeah, there was a lot of fire in here. I mean, it this this kind of felt like a strange hybrid of episode because I think sometimes this show is really good with like emotional grounded character work, mm-hmm. but this almost this had the serious tone of a batman animated episode mm-hmm. but a lot of like 60s batman puns and wordplay right like immediately she's like whatever you think we had is as cold as a burnt out fuse right <laughs> it's like I, this is very cheeky uh yes a lot of fire puns i guess it's like you know mr freeze-ish the opposite let's go the other way right but even in this cartoon mr freeze is like a sad man who like right. is oh, trying to save his flower. wife yeah whereas yeah. this is just like a guy who makes fire jokes right. but and he- seriously and stops a woman <laughs> yeah he's really like looks upsetting immediately and you're and then like it was always so weird it felt like or do, are we just going through the whole thing in order? Or? Yeah, but I mean, jump yeah. around if you have... Well, it's just the idea... Like, they were almost planting a thing, it felt like, that she was bad in yes. some way, right? Yes, they played her, and I feel like it was especially, like, in that scene later when Batman turns out to have been in her home. Yeah. And she kind of, like, turns on this, like, false charm. Yeah. She's, like, trying to, like, manipulate him into, like, hooking up with her. Right, to help protect her right. right she was like i need to be protected and then he's really anti that and he's like no and he pushes her away and she calls him a creep right and it was just a little like i thought she was manipulating him because she was bad right but it but that that shoe never drops right like it never panned out <laughs> so if anything like we're supposed to sympathize with this person right and in the end it's like a creep who's stalking kind of a shitty person, but she's not really specifically shitty. It it honestly just felt like it was a bad episode for women all around. Yeah, it really did. It it was a real product of the time, which I don't remember. At the time watching it, I was like, I'm sure I didn't clock any of this. Right. Like, it was just like, it was... I was just waiting to learn that she was like actually at fault according to the show in some way, but like that never happened. So like, I guess the idea of her being like sexy is bad enough that she should be stalked. Yes. Yeah. It almost felt like the it, lesson it, was. It felt accidentally like this woman deserves what happens. To right. Her. And that was like, that was, I, I watched the ending of it and I was like, I had to go back. Cause I was like, I think I missed something. But I didn't. Yeah, it ends yeah. with a, you know, she's at a restaurant. The waiter starts, like, firing something up. <laughs> yeah, like a fajita yeah, or something. They were about. definitely yeah. getting fajitas. <laughs> it was fancy fajitas. It just saw the fire and got scared. Yeah. And, like, this, like, like it's a very, like, sad tone. Yeah, she was, like, we, you got, she got her comeuppance. She may not be going to jail, but... But why would she? Well, yeah. it felt like one of those earlier episodes where... I, there was one with like the Riddler and the way he became the Riddler was he was a video game designer, but his IP was stolen by this shitty, you know, company developer. Okay. And so they stole his idea, made a bunch of money. So the Riddler gets revenge on him by kidnapping him. And in the end, this guy is afraid that the Riddler's going to get him someday. Wait, and he's locked in his, like he closes his, uh, his bedroom door and he has like a shotgun. That's exact. Yes. Yes. I remember that. Bed. Is that the same episode as the dream one or no? 
No. I don't, okay. Separate episode. I, that's another vivid memory I have. Yeah. 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 And that guy, yeah. I get. He deserves. <laughs> he, that's like yeah. a yeah. He he stole a bunch of ideas from this guy. He made right. a bunch of money. So he has to live in fear the rest of his life. I feel like Cassidy was being presented the same way, mm-hmm. but she didn't deserve it. Yeah, she didn't do anything. Like, and the amount of people who would just be like, "Wow, the with what you're wearing, of course people will flock to you." Know, there was just a like, ton of that. Yeah, I mean, the first shot of her is a tilt up of her in like yeah. <laughs> super tight, revealing clothing. Yeah, uh, and then imme- almost. And granted, you know, whatever, Garfield Lins. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> Let's note that we Garf- have to seri- take seriously a guy named Garfield. Oh, Garfield Lins. You know, the fire guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, he calls her a tramp immediately. God. He's like, you're the expert on burning people, you little tramp. God. Which, he's the bad guy. Cool. But also, I can't imagine we get away with tramp right. nowadays. Of course not. So it's his last show. And she honestly thought they could have a working relationship. <laughs> For some reason. For some reason. John Lovitz is her manager. Oh, okay. No, I just mean it looks like John Lovitz. I, I, it wasn't the voice of John Lovitz. I was like, that, but I feel like his voice did sound familiar. Yeah, but, I don't know who it is off the top of my head. Right. I, uh, but that, I mean, I didn't look it up or anything, but like he felt familiar. Um, oh, and then, so yeah, it's his last show. So he just burns the stage down essentially. Pretty much. Uh, it's just like immediately cranks it all hand. up. Yeah, there's this giant knob. They were <laughs> like, like, "We gotta set this up quickly." Uh, also, her song. Let's oh, yeah. talk about that song. What I mean, I don't remember the lyrics. Or, I mean, it ended in fire, fire, fire as course. she stood on what looked like a giant birthday cake or a layer mm-hmm. cake with flames okay. and her name behind it. But yeah, I, the song also felt like very mid to late '80s. Yeah, it felt like um. What's her name? Uh, from the, the, who sings that song from the Goonies? Uh, uh, Cindy Lauper. Oh yeah. yeah, it was yeah. it was like of that era. Yeah, I did look her up. Her name is something Can- Devito. <laughs> Danny Devito. Carla Devito. Yeah, Carla. it was Danny Devito. <laughs> they honestly, it's incredible. That's what he Beautiful normally singing sounds voice. like. Wow, he's just doing a character all the time again. Yeah, it's such a bummer. He's typecast as as having like that gravelly voice. Yeah. Well, at least he can express himself in this way. Yeah, I mean, they knew him as the voice. penguin, so they were like, let's give him another shot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you know, it's so cool that Mark Hamill can be the Joker after you know, Star yeah. Wars and all that. It's classic. Danny yeah. Vito's going to be Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> Next season on The Masked Singer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Danny DeVito in a cartoon outfit of this character from 1998 that showed huh. up once. Ken Jong just riffing, trying to <laughs> figure it out. Again, you don't have to. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Carla DeVito was, I looked her up. She's a singer. Mm-hmm. Seems like she's had, you know, she, she like toured with like Meatloaf okay. for a while. So she was like a late 70s, 80s singer. But her, her claim to fame seems to be that she has a song from the Breakfast Club soundtrack. Wow. Which is called We Are Not Alone. We Are Not Alone. Da, 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 da. Okay. Is it, they? so they sing that. That song plays in the movie. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to remember if I... It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I'll never remember. It was... I haven't seen it in a while, but I looked it up on Spotify and then mm-hmm. immediately... On Spotify. Uh, <laughs> by Spotify Premium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not sponsored by anybody, but uh, it has like a million listens and then every other yeah. song is like 2,000. Oh, so I was like, gotcha. oh, this is it. Of course. So, well, and, and this I'm sure was fun for... Uh, uh, Miss DeVito. Yeah. 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 She was great. 
Yeah. She did a good job. Uh, I don't know why <laughs> she was vilified right. immediately. Uh, I did notice, and I don't know if, when the letters blew out behind her. Yeah, it, it. There was a second where I was like, "This is going to be a joke." I thought it was going to somebody was going to sneak in the word "ass," like right. in Cassidy. I was like, "I'm sure this was a network." Like, you guys better yes. not do this, you fucking perverts. <laughs> right, because it was like Cassidy's lit up behind her. Then the IDY explodes. Uh-huh. Then the CAA. CAA. I mean, C- if- yeah, yeah. But like the middle chunk, I thought was going to say something, but it was like city or something like that it just exploded in three waves yeah i mean i knew it wasn't going to say ass but i was like that's in there and there's some sensor that's real worried that somebody's (laughs) going to do something with this and i'm glad it didn't happen yeah of course uh can't have that on a children's show no you can call somebody a tramp yeah uh you can vilify a woman for no reason pant tilt up (laughs) on her uh really ogle her really objectify her in a lot of ways uh-huh. and she's bad for some reason yeah i yeah. feel like across the board and and it seems maybe more nuanced but still problematic yeah uh bad girl was fun and cool mm. but even she i feel like she was always to blame for things like she pulled the switch that fucked everything right up. she needed to be rescued she's good but she's not quite batman good. exactly yeah. and even when she swings and saves cassidy in the beginning she's right. like i love your music yeah. or like i'm such a fan yeah it cuts to bruce saying good girl yeah that was so like <laughs> she's like a pet yes yeah and i guess batman's a weirdo who treats them all like children but it was like yeah. oof doesn't age well i thought it was fun how um you know, I don't remember seeing so many episodes with Batgirl, but like that she had jokes. Like, uh-huh. I love the um, the pinky in the brain joke. Yeah, yeah. that was great. <laughs> I was like, yay, I, I, this is fun. Let's do more of this. Yeah, the fact that pinky yeah. in the brain exists in the universe right. of Batman the Animated Series. But Batman can't be bothered. He doesn't know what it is. No, he's got no clue. Right. There were a couple of really good jokes. I think when immediately cuts to Bullock bursting in on, uh, what was it? You know, Garfield. Garfield's. Garfield's gross. Horrifying home. Yeah, what Just a shrine. a thousand pictures of her and candles everywhere. I mean, all of this t- is textbook pretty, it, it's it's a good recipe for a creepy episode. Yeah. And it was it just, very creepy. It was kind of, you know. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, but what was it? Bullock, he goes straight to the fridge when yes. they're investigating. Oh, God. He's like, ah, I gotta go to the fridge. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of evidence in there, detective. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> From off screen. It was so perfectly timed. I forgot how fun his, like, design is. His yeah. character. He's, like, perfect. I mean, he looks like such a bad cop. <laughs> yes. And uh, in this show, I think it's the simplified design. His ear kind of just looks like the, a Cinnabon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you say Cinnabon? Cinnabon? Cinnabon. I, I would, well, a, uh, cinnamon, well, I guess Cinnabon. Yeah. Bon, not bun. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's a B-O-N. A cinnamon bun, but the restaurant is called Cinnabon. Cool. Thanks yeah. for taking that important detour no, no, with me. we had to. I always want to check in about that. <laughs> yeah, guys, tweet at me if you guys pronounce Cinnabon differently. Tweet the pronunciation, Cinnabon or Cinnabon. Oh, yeah. Record it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Send it to at BTAS podcast at, Mm. hey, Justin, at Zach Oyama. Yes. Please. I need to to hear it correct. So the cops actually do a good job immediately. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, of course it's the fucking creep. (laughs) Yeah. They find him immediately. I mean, him becoming a bad guy, this is sort of, I guess, something 
we find you know when we see his like layer where he's actually working to make his like is he making his bad guy suit or just bombs the first time we or, or stuff that's a good question i imagine he's probably doing his bad yeah. guy suit also it feels like uh it's such a funny thing in these cartoons when a bad guy just truly just invents a jetpack mm-hmm. and that happens like in like scooby-doo and stuff where it's like you're just i mean you're really talented if you just focused your energy on some other more you know less terrifying pursuit you could just have a great career and not be so dark and spurned all the time yeah yeah honestly yeah focus that dark energy into something creative yeah <laughs> i mean you are but like realize the other implications of it yeah, don't like be stalking somebody in a very creative way you made a lightsaber just use that <laughs> <He did. laughs> honestly that fire saber yeah. is my key memory of this episode right. it's like you know i remember the episode is fine but that fire saber is really fucking cool. Right. I think, yeah, when you say that, it makes me realize, like, maybe I've never seen this episode, but I've seen, like, uh, like either, like, some kind of credit montage or something or commercial where they show that. Like, because, like, that feels familiar. If you've also ever played Super Smash Brothers, there's yes. a big fire bar. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been thinking oh, of it's the game something else. Super Smash yeah. Brothers. Right. Uh no, I mean, it probably, I feel like Toonami yeah. used to have a bunch totally. of, like, like clip packages together stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That seems right. Um, but, yeah, what happens after that? After that is when we have another kind of creepy manager moment where he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like, you got, you, you sure you want to do another show? And she's like, I won't disappoint my public twice in one week. And then he says, you won't wear in that. Yeah. Uh, it's like second or third time in this episode right. where people comment on her. And he's she's not creeped out by him. Yeah. So we like him for some reason, but we don't like the other guy who's saying I guess they're trying things. to imply that she likes it when people say that stuff to her, which is like there are they are saying that is bad, like to like a compliment, but also like it is a creepy comment. I don't know. I, I guess it's like very muddy what the take is there. I don't know what the take yeah. is. I have spoken to the writer of this show for yes. other episodes. He's a nice dude. Yeah. My guess is his intent was not negative. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it is. And who knows, like in a writer's room, what's being broken by who. And Yeah. Uh, but it also is just like, I guess that's the time too. Right. <laughs> I mean, it definitely did not age as well as it could have. Yes. Well, moving on, uh, she gets a little, like, kind of creepy oh, yeah. note with a picture of her. <laughs> that burns up. That burns. <laughs> well, After she reads it, it just burns away. Oh, perfectly timed. Yeah. I don't know what that technology is, but... Uh, he yeah. could have, again, been funneling, yeah. uh, you know, he could have been patenting that. <laughs> this man is a genius. Yeah. yeah. He's incredible. If he yeah. wasn't, you know, just a creep. <laughs> the star that burns the brightest burns fastest. That's cool. I I thought it was going to be a clue Riddler style to like a thing he was going to do, mm. but it's just a veiled. It's just a threat. Yes, <laughs> it was just a threat. It was. I mean, what I do like about him is he is just kind of a straightforward, creepy real person. Yeah, like he's an arsonist. What makes him a Batman villain is that he's got the jetpack and the theme. Yeah, but otherwise he's just a uh, guy really who's bad obsessed dude. with a <laughs> pop star. Yeah, and those people is... exist. That is real. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure this kind of stuff has been sent. Not as creatively, but then we got, mm. we got to Rock City, which was a club that she was appearing oh, at. Oh, yes. Where okay. people are introduced by Spotlight, and they're all kind of posing. Right. <laughs> I mean, 
I, I, every club I've been to has had a similar vibe where they just went around and made sure everyone knew who was there. Just in case you didn't know when you bought yeah. tickets, or <laughs> I'm not sure if this is a music venue or a dance club. Right. Was she performing at that point, or she just was making an appearance? I couldn't tell. Well, I mean... I, I think she was supposed to be performing. Mm-hmm. I guess to disappoint my public could mean that she was just there. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe that's a thing that pop stars just have to do. I did like life. the design of the place. It was like a big record popping out of a building. Oh, and yeah. Like kind of mimetic architecture. Yeah. Real fun. Very fun. Um, then they like... Uh, this is where... Did Batgirl save more people i feel like this is where like batman got like he almost like there's a commercial break right where he's like he almost falls off the building and yes. then you see him like and he falls through a bunch of yes stuff. he gets very hurt but is fine uh-huh. yeah. they were like okay we're cushioning his fall with like yeah, he hits like, one of those like flagpoles that yeah. goes through an awning at some yeah. point but falls off truly a 80 story building <laughs> yeah. yeah rock city's huge yeah. it's a city vertically I mean, a oriented full, <laughs> we got the record we have everything yeah we got uh, a very well spoken man who's wearing nothing but a vest and no shirt yeah. afterwards who i i think he just says uh well i don't know i thought i wrote it down but i didn't i um Either way, he spoke really, very eloquently. Gosh, I wish I remembered. Uh, the that was like, did someone else get hurt at this point, or is it just Batgirl got hurt later? Or yeah, even, Batgirl or... gets hurt later when they're investigating his lair. At this uh-huh. point, I think this is the first Firefly attack. Okay, uh, and he says, "Feel the burn," right? <laughs> Which is a real like ice to see you. Yeah. Nineteen ninety. I guess this was the same year Batman and Robin came out. Oh, okay. So that makes sense for sure. I mean, like we, you know, have used all our ice puns. <laughs> we got go it. It was leftover. That's what yeah. it was. Is that I don't know if you guys know how writing works, but if a script for another Batman thing has <laughs> leftover lines of dialogue, <laughs> you can use it for Filters other projects. Down. There's sort of like a drainage system. <laughs> it just yeah. comes. Th- it comes through an actual piping. Just drips out onto a writer's desk. It's just a piece of paper that letters fall onto. Yeah. Oh, feel the burn. Yeah. You guys want to write a Firefly episode? <laughs> That's exactly how it works. Yeah, yeah bad for Mister Freeze. Yeah, <laughs> best job ever. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so easy. Nice. Uh, what about you little tramp? <laughs> uh, that and he like flies in right and he has his uh-huh. he has a gun that just shoots like grenades or something like yeah. fire grenades or something napalm or something right uh and says sorry gotta fly and then he uses his flame lightsaber and he just he's out of there i mean Pretty cool uh, it's like again you're very industrious if you had just any other attitude you could apply yourself and have like a really like sweet life i, feel I know like. i really and you know feels like he worked in the concert biz he could do yeah. a lot of those like you know stagey production level yeah he'd be like the work. guy for that you know he oh. could he could do like movie special effects and all kind of, you know like whatever is the most lucrative or interesting to you if you like just had sort of an attitude adjustment garfield if you're listening um you, hope you just get an attitude adjustment <laughs> um actually uh, garfield the cat if you're listening too, just if you ever want to be on the PCAST, let me know. Yeah. And, and actually, your bad attitude works for you. Yeah. Right. You're saying it works in Garfield the Cat's favor? Yes. That's sort of his thing, right? And that's why we like him. Yeah. But the other guy, come on. It's just a little too... You push it too far. Yeah. You know. That shrine's a little much. <laughs> uh, so later, let's see, we get to uh, her manager, Frank, who's yelled at as right. Frank a lot. 
Can it, Frank? She goes to the recording studio because she's too scared to be home. Is that right? Or, or is that, that much later? I think that might be later. I okay. think first she's like in, it's the scene we talked about earlier where like she ends up in her apartment. He's like, yes. you got to be Houdini to get in here. Yeah, he's like, I got a guard on the, the bottom floor and the top, you know, like. We, I'm earning <laughs> my 15%. That's 5% more than a lot of managers. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I, I feel like... Um, I don't think your manager should be in charge of your security. No, I don't know why that was reassuring. It was like, don't worry. I'm not a trained professional. I've checked out everything. As you know, as a manager, I can deploy <laughs> cops everywhere. And uh, and then he leaves, right? And then Batman is immediately there. It's a classic Batman steps out of the shadows. Yeah. Then she has this weird kind of flirty thing. Yeah. That's <sighs> a bummer. It's very tough that like... Is it bad that she's flirting that she wants to be protected? You know, it's like, it's a very sad territory uh-huh. that they, that, you know, make Batman kind of uh, feels like a bad guy at that moment. A yeah. Little bit, you know, um, like he could have easily like assured her that you don't have to do anything like that and I will protect you. Yeah, but it, but it was fine. like, he, he almost blames her for this. Yeah, he gets is, angry. He's yeah, like, no. Yeah, and he was like, "What? why is he after you? Is what he said, right? Like, just a little tough. Was it that short skirt? <laughs> what were you wearing? Is what the, his like, tone felt Smile like. more, won't yeah. you? <laughs> Batman, come on. What? Uh, what? <laughs> it feels, uh, you know, like you got to be better about It's my person. 80th anniversary as a character in the year 2019. <laughs> All right, well, you know, you should read up on something. Yeah, All right, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, crime never sleeps and i never read oh god (laughs) uh so then we get to like batgirl colin batman Uh what are you doing pinky right and he's like has no idea what she's talking about what never mind then they break into firefly's hideout okay yes yeah he finds how does he find it again there's like do they just track it down? And that's where he finds the matchbook there. Uh-huh. He finds that Mephisto matchbook. Which yes. Is cool little matchbook. Yeah. Cool building later. A great clue. Um, <laughs> a great clue. Because <laughs> the guy's all about fire stuff. Yeah. A matchbook classic clue. Yeah. Yeah. This this set uh, kind of, I mean, a lot of this reminded me of the movie Backdraft. <laughs> yeah, of course. Or at least the ride. I went on the ride yeah. more. I didn't see the movie until... Maybe chunks years of, ago. Really? Or three. Whenever we shot Backpack Draft. Oh, right. A parody of Backdraft. Uh, not even a parody. Just a pun name <laughs> that has nothing to do with the movie Backdraft. I mean, we got firefighters. That's, That's true. That, yeah. It's basically the best Backdraft parody that exists. Of course. I mean, right right on the heels of the movie. <laughs> yeah, right on the heels. <laughs> it's the 20-something anniversary yeah. of it. Uh, but I remember I would go on the ride at Universal Studios over and over again. It was awesome. Yeah, it was just like a big fire special effects show yeah. that you'd watch, and then the floor dropped at the end. Yeah, I remember watching it. I don't know if, like, you know, I'm I'm from Alabama, so like I was I went to the one in Florida a lot. And then I had been on some family trips out here, so I don't even remember if there was one in both places, but I just remember how hot it was. Like, those really fires, hot. like, you could feel it on your face, like, from what felt like too far away. Yeah, I was scared as a kid. I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll set on fire this time. You had a death wish, right? You just kept doing the ride. That's why I did it over and over. <laughs> no, they actually had Twister in Florida. Right. Yeah, because you get like Bill Paxton, right? Bill Paxton like explaining like to keep your feet, you know, inside the ride or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. Those are barely rides. They were yeah. 
sit through two scenes, two long scenes of explanations on movie making and special effects. And right. then you're allowed to sit through a pretty cool special effects show. But then you're like, wait a minute, I got duped into like 30 to 45 minutes of my time. Right. Wait, what? So is that ride, is it just a bunch of wind? I, I know I've done it before. I just don't remember. In Twister? Yeah, the Twister ride. Yeah. So it's a bunch of wind, but they do actually make it look like there's some visual yeah. effects of it looking like... Uh, I don't even remember what you're looking at. You're looking at, I feel like it's like a ranch house or a house outside and it's like approaching on the horizon. They have like lightning, rain. And then I think like, you know, things are coordinated to like fall over and like fly through the air. And I think you got that classic cow. You got the cow. I do feel like, maybe this is just a shot from the movie, but I feel like I remember like the thing where you see like rickety like saw blades and stuff kind of shaking like they're going to maybe fly at you. Yeah, they showed that I think in the video footage before the ride. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But maybe it happens in the ride too. Yeah. Yikes, that's very scary. Anyway, this uh, whole episode reminds me of Backdraft, especially mm-hmm. the back half. It feels like the ride, like that industrial kind of warehouse. That yeah, it's... like you have this like, crim- you know, serial arsonist kind of layer. Uh, and then like the whole like, don't, you know, like he is like, he, he warns Batgirl about the switch thing. That's a trap. Yeah. It she felt... pulls it and, you know, she gets hurt. Um. I forget how they got out of that. Well, it just kind of, I think he like grabs her and like runs out yeah. because it's Batman. He can just, he'll get out. Yeah. And then the, when it fades up, it's Batgirl being like treated by Alfred in the Batcave. Right. And what he says is, <laughs> uh, not the most attractive shade, but only temporary. Okay. He's, so he's making a makeup joke. He's making a makeup joke, but it's another like, another this is a slightly woman sexist. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then. That's where, and uh, what else happened? Oh, well, he, he, he has the suit. Yeah. And he or was he like, kinda, don't you want to wear this? Yeah. Alfred kind of gets a little zinger in there. He's like, do you really want to go out in public like that? <laughs> yeah. And then shows him like a fireproof suit that maybe has been here the whole time. I think Batman just smiles. Yeah. I, I, who knows? I think it does show up later, like a version of it in the Batman yeah. Beyond show. But this feels so much like a set up for a toy yes. that didn't exist until like two years ago. I have really? They didn't have it before? I, I was like convinced like, no. well, they just released this. You want to hold it. This wow. is the only reason I own these DC collectibles toys. I mean, they're, this looks awesome. I can't believe, I mean like I'm, it's I such a sure cool design. would have had this if like, no, these are like for adults. They're made for adults at this point because I don't yeah. think kids care about action figures anymore. Yeah. They care sad. about action figures. I mean, yeah. Apps. What, I mean, what? how many V-Bucks do you have, right? For I don't your, know. For your apps. Uh, th- I mean, this is awesome. I feel like it is... I w- I'm shocked. I would have bet so much money that that came out right when that episode came out. I know. Yeah. It's real cool. But we did get to see it in action. That was fun. Yeah. But at first, we do see that... Uh, we, we see the recording studio where they're going right. on double overtime. <laughs> she just has to get the song right. But she's also that the implication is that she's scared to go home yes. because the guy might be there, right? Uh, and she said that's when she's like, "Can it, Frank?" And then smoke mm-hmm. fills the space. They do a really bad job of helping her get out of there. Horribly, and she <laughs> takes his this other guy's gloved hand, which I guess you know if she's it's distracted. Smoky, it's, it's hard yeah. to see, but uh, follows him upstairs, and then notices it's I firefly or whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, you know, this is where that shirtless vest guy is. Oh, okay. It's not earlier. It's outside. Everybody's like, they say stuff, and then the shirtless vest guy says very like calmly, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> right, right. Because he sees the smoke cans, like yes. that it was like a, a fake fire. They just put, he just put smoke in front of the air conditioning or whatever. Yeah. And everybody takes this man very seriously. Like, he was completely right. <laughs> yeah, this guy true. nailed it. <sighs> uh, so. Just a very funny, like, long haired sound engineer who's just right. <laughs> Damn. Well, then we get to Cassidy hanging in yeah. his other, his where his like manufacturing plant. It, it was the, yeah, and that was the, um, the matchbook, right? Like uh-huh, Mephisto. Mephisto paints, right? Uh-huh. It was like, um, uh, like a big, you know, very Batman feeling big vats. I love it. You know, I mean, they did look like barbecue shit. sauce. Yeah. At first. <laughs> a lot of were like, this is barbecue sauce. This is ranch. Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny to see the like colors that were being mixed. Cause it was like a dark red kind of like ketchupy or like barbecue sauce almost then like a yellowish and then just the same dark red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, it's a two to one ratio. Okay. okay? Well, I mean, it just felt like there was going to be another color in there. Ah, you know, who's the guy <laughs> who's making the big vat of barbecue sauce you're right. that burns people. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're right. Uh, well, what he was making another is invention. truly insane. Yeah. He's de- he, he proudly says he's developed a gel that burns through ice. <laughs> And then he has a big block of ice just sitting there. That's not melting. Yeah. In a place that I imagine very not, hot. It's, yeah, definitely not cold. Refrigerated anyway. Isn't ice the easiest thing? To, to burn through? Yeah. I uh, or, or at least melt through? Right. Wouldn't, if you hold a flame to ice. I think that the idea that it wouldn't go out, like he just drops like the liquid, like mm-hmm. kind of napalm, napalm on it. And it doesn't go out; it continues to burn. So gotcha. I guess that's what he's saying. Like even when it when it gets wet, it doesn't stop burning. That's okay. maybe what he's trying to say. Okay, you've justified for me what I thought was no. A big this makes plot complete hole. sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then it like burns through the ice and into the table and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very and he, and his plan. What what is his plan? He's again? gonna firebomb Gotham City so they can get away and then go away and live with her. Yeah. Like, it, they can be go away together. It did feel a little like, I don't know that you need to destroy all of Gotham to do that. No, but somebody was yes. like, guys, this is a kid's show, and it's an action show, yeah. and we need a really big third act. Yeah, we got to up the stakes a little bit. He can't just leave. Kids <laughs> won't be interested in what's already been happening for the first 17 minutes of 22. Yeah. I, I mean, think they were on board. Yeah, I mean, what uh then he... Then that's when Batman gets there, right? He's, yes. He's um, in his new badass suit. Mm-hmm. Um, he pops up. Yeah, it's, it's it's great. Every moment with him in that suit is great. You see, I mean, Firefly for, is sure he has him, right? He, yep. He's like, I got his like fire gun out, and he just keeps shooting him. And it's just like a kind of a funny like prolonged period of Batman getting shot by this like fiery yeah. gun. And also the fight isn't like very elegant. It, yeah. There's a lot of like pipes falling over, yeah. spilling some of the liquid. Yeah. Things getting set on fire accidentally because like the flame sword falls in. Right. Uh, th- I thought there was a very funny looking kind of, I, not that it's clunky, but like clunkier feeling exchange where like the bad guy, Firefly shooting his like fire gun at Batman and Batman shoots back like some like 
fire putting out stuff yeah and they're just like almost just like it's just weird to see batman essentially having a gunfight with someone right especially because his whole thing is i don't use guns right unless they're specialty guns which aren't firing firing bullets <laughs> yeah oh yeah this is like another unimportant thing to notice but like it is funny to me that his like batarang can like cut a gun in half or just kind of slap somebody in the wrist <laughs> it depends yeah it, he just has to think about off. it yeah. right beforehand and whatever he thinks is what the battery yeah. will do i mean I, it's great technology he's i guess maybe he's got a couple different types of batarangs yeah sure. that makes sense one's uh, made of wood well and also the gel burns through anything except the container that it's in Right. That's another thing, right? Specially designed container, I guess. Yeah, right, it's probably... He, he's it makes smart. perfect sense. He's a creative guy. It makes guy. perfect sense. Um, oh, I forgot that the Firefly said, now it's your turn to sit back and watch the show. <laughs> uh, Gotham will disappear like a puff of smoke. I mean, he keeps going with them. He's I got a lot. I guess he was in the theater for a reason. Right. I mean, he, he maybe he could have done a live stage show, you know, like... Another bit of his wasted potential. Oh, my God. Garfield and Garfield. (laughs) The tale of one kitty and one creep. I mean, it feels like it's written itself. Okay. Well, then we won't write it. That's what I was going to suggest we do after this. Oh, I don't. I think it's written itself. If you're sure you don't want to spend a lot of time on this. You know, I could. I I think it's okay. I think we can move on. Okay, cool. Because the doors are locked until we write it. But if you think it's written itself, (laughs) well, if it's written itself, (laughs) then I can leave. What are the rules? I don't remember. Uh, (laughs) Since we started the bit, I got lost in the bit. Well, at the end of this fight, Batman saves the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, That whole building explodes like floor by floor. It's a pretty cool upshot of like that Mephisto big like devilish face. Oh yeah, and then he like it's like the the face falls off and he gets like trapped in it uh-huh. or something, which is fun. Yeah, it's it's a very cool look to see like the bad guy, like just a weird. I feel like I've seen that in many other things in a fun way, but like it's very. Um, you just have to capture the bad guy rather than kill them. That's uh-huh. a great. It's a great way to see that he's being eaten alive by the devil and being dragged down yeah. to hell. <laughs> he is truly defeated. Yeah. yeah, there's no way he is stalking her again until yes. the next time. <laughs> well, I mean, he will. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't see him again in his own episode. Yeah, he um, really is not in another. I don't episode? think he shows up again. If anything, it might be a cameo mm-hmm. uh, in something else. But I think this is it. This is all the Firefly wow. you get. You know, Did he it, die then? Uh, <laughs> that killed him? Yeah, that was it. Uh, the Gotham Tattler <laughs> right. said, uh, Firefly dead. Batman <laughs> <Inventions>. kills. Yeah. <laughs> Batman murders Firefly with gun. <laughs> Classic Batman. Wow. Uh, and then it, it ends with her getting punished. Yeah. The really, really odd ending. Or she, she's at dinner with her manager, mm-hmm. the fajitas or whatever come by. Like <laughs> she's like, I'm a. She's like, I'm. T- I watched it twice, but she, because I thought I missed something. But he was like, are you? He asked her something, and then she's like, I'm a survivor. I gotta get back out there. And then the waiter like lights his little fajita thing or whatever. I mean, it's. I don't think it's fajitas, but like lights. No, a little, but like, that's thing the fun on, thing to imagine. Yeah, <laughs> lights the God thing on fire behind her. Fajita scene. I mean, I. I I feel like their restaurant scene has to be great. There, it's uh, everything else is horrible. <laughs> yeah, why are people? Why, there? why do why do people live there? Uh, but yeah, she sees the fire strike behind his head, 
from the waiter and she gets scared and that's the end that's the end yeah uh and, and we have some cool shots of like the fire being reflected in her eyes yeah or she's reflected in the fireflies eyes earlier but you know, you got some cool stuff. I think they're like he suggests a tour for her called Firestorm or Heatwave, which yeah. I think are other DC characters. Like Firestorm's a hero. I think uh, Heatwave's okay. a bad guy. Firestorm's a guy who's like uh, mixes with the other. Like it's yes. like two guys who blend together, right? Uh-huh. I think there's like an older scientist and a yeah. younger guy, and they're both inhabiting the same body. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. got like that like constant flame for a head. Right. I vaguely remember an old, that old from like the. The just the old Justice League cartoon. I feel like he like was super in that. Super Friends or something. Yeah, I think he was in Super Friends. Uh, I don't know Heat Wave off the top of my head. But. Heat Wave, I'm not sure, but I'm gonna take a stab and say it's like a Flash villain. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, well, that's pretty much it. Did you have any other thoughts about the episode? I mean, we pretty much covered what I my my initial reaction was was like was like trying to go back to see if she did anything to deserve this like that felt so wild for the end note of the episode is that and after that day this woman deserved to be scared of fire she's traumatically triggered every day of her life (laughs) just a tough note to go out on um it is funny to like you know i haven't watched other episodes in a while but it really feels like uh batman's not even that much of a care. Like it's like really her story and not Batman's story. I guess like that probably happens a lot in the show, but like, yeah, I think this show in particular is a, it's more centered around the villains. It's more centered around like kind of the plot and the characters of the episode. Like there are some that deep dive into Batman, but he really is kind of like a force of nature, like a quiet stoic, removed character. He has like no real arc in it other than, he, he puts on his suit eventually, you know, like there's no change for him, but I guess that's like, I think that makes sense. You know, I mean, I wish I had some more fire puns or any at all in me, but well, maybe when you're back at your desk writing on something and it just spits out <laughs> of a tube. <laughs> one of those tubes drops on that. Yeah. Great. Send it to me. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I'd love to. Uh, thanks for doing the show, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. And that's Zach Oyama talking Torch Song. Now, go have yourself a Zach Oyama day and watch Backpack Draft to see him in action. And when you share it on social media, hashtag it Backpack Draft. That's B-A-C-K-P-A-C-K-D-R-A-F-T. A normal word. Have I seamlessly mentioned Backpack Draft enough yet? The answer is no. Watch Backpack Draft! Now, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Hey, tell a friend. Do that in person. That'd be nice, right? Human face-to-face communication? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BTAS Podcast and me at Hey Justin. Batman the Animated Podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Justin Michael. Tom Smith created the show logo, and Casey Trela helped produce the theme song. Harry Chaskin is the booming voice of this podcast. Thank you so much to my wonderful guest and good buddy, Zach Oyama. And heartfelt thanks to a stranger I call friend for no apparent reason, Tori Malatia, who got a little, shall we say, heated when giving me notes on the latest cut and shouted at me. Hey. You're the expert on burning people, you little tramp. And we worked it out. You know, Tori's great. So, you know, we know each other, and that is a 100% indisputable fact and not a four-year bit at this point that really has no reason to exist in a Batman-themed show. All right, guys. See you inside your ears in two more weeks. And in the meanwhile, watch Backpack Draft. That was seamless, right? Backpack Draft.